Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? That's me. I'm good. I'm good. Game day, basketball, uh, as we record this, uh, basketball late this evening and uh, a lot of football talk because uh, football stuff is happening. And gosh, we're uh, we're less than a month away from spring practice. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, Liz, uh, first of all, Alabama baseball, uh, he's off pitches, whatever baseball does. Um, about noon today, so good for them. Uh, and and they start off the season three and zero, and they travel to number one Texas this weekend. We'll talk about that maybe later in the week. But for now, Jimmy, it's Jaleel Hurley Day, four thirty p.m. Central. Jaleel Hurley, fabulous defensive back out of Florence High School, will be making his commitment. Feel pretty strongly it's Alabama. Yeah, uh, that's where all the momentum is. Uh, that's where all the speculation has has been with Jaleel really from day one. I I don't think. I don't think it's a situation where it's a kid that doesn't enjoy recruiting. This is just a kid. I, I think he just has always known where he wanted to go. Uh, uh, I, he, w- he was set to commit much earlier. That got canceled for for reasons beyond his control. Uh, I, th- I believe today is his mother's birthday. Uh, he wanted to, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, commit to Alabama on her birthday or commit, you know, make his commitment. Uh, we, we believe it on three. It, it, it's going to be Alabama. Um what a fantastic prospect! Uh, don't 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 be like uh, not excited about this because he's an in-state player. That first of all doesn't mean anything. And secondly, he is really really good. Uh, you know, I'll tell you this: is how good he is. When I watch the tape, I take these comps real seriously. Like, okay, who who is he like in terms of his size, his length, his athleticism, his ball skills? Who does he remind me of? And the name that, that that came to mind, crazy as it is, uh, Antonio Langham, who's who's only maybe the best cornerbacks ever played football at Alabama, and, and that that's that. And, and I didn't do it to for any other reason other than that was just the most accurate comp I could come up with. Uh, that Hurley has got great great ball skills. Uh, his length is is NFL like. He does need to gain some some weight and strength, but but what high school junior does not. Uh, and, and and he can run. Um, just just a, a great great pickup. He is a, a national top thirty prospect. And uh, while he's not at this moment a five star and on three, uh, I, I believe that he is either going to end the cycle as a five star or right on the cusp of it. Uh, I'm not even sure if twenty four seven composite factors in on three yet. Do you know that? Do you know if they do? Uh, I don't know the answer to that. I know on three comp- on three consensus does await twenty four seven. You know uh, this doesn't mean anything, but people that are really into the rankings should know this. The on three consensus gives equal weight to all the major services that rank twenty four seven and some others. They have a different formula where they give more emphasis to their own ranking, uh, w- which is fine. I, I'm, I'm not I'm not dogging them. I'm just explaining what. The, the process is and at on three we we give equal weight to all the services uh that's different uh for the others but but uh 
you know, Hurley is is a big time prospect per everyone's opinion. And, and what I always say whenever there's a debate about it, I'm like, uh, watch the tape. Yeah, watch the tape is always um, <laughs> something good to do. Um, That's what Alabama he, did. <laughs> he is 6'2", 170. Um, and, you know, when you think 6'2", 170, you might think it's a little slight. It's not, especially not for a cornerback, I wouldn't think. Um, 24-7 has him as the national player number 22, uh, the number four cornerback in the country, the number four player in Alabama. Uh, the composite, excuse me, that's the composite. The 24-7 has him number 32 player uh, nationally, number four cornerback, number four player in Alabama. Again, we've talked about this several times. It is an absolute banner year uh, in the state. So, yeah, getting Jaleel Hurley uh, off the board is nice, and, and having that little uh, notch in the bedpost, if, uh, boy, there's got to be a yikes. better way to say that, right? Uh, yikes. Yikes. <laughs> Boy, that Nick Saban will do anything to get her. Um, <laughs> um, Jimmy, let's go ahead and uh, I want to tell everybody about Bet Online. Football might be over for this season, but it's not. Football's never over, by the way. It's recruiting season. So, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance, props to where the next fired coach is gonna land, BetOnline.net is number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot. For all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball, y'all. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC. Everything you want is at BetOnline.net. Head to the website today, the mobile device, learn more of the trends and action. BetOnline, that's where the game starts. Then I want to tell you about Rock Auto. Look, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for you to, for your local chain store, to carry all the parts you need. It just is. Why endure all the pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? You don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows. Honda doesn't know. And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer. Don't, don't worry about that. They're just, you know, hunting and pecking. Choosing the only brand there else happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com, rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when you use rockauto.com. Why choose to spend 30 or 50 or even 100% more for the same part? Look, I, I talk about that Honda Odyssey. A fuel pump is $353 at the chain store, 16 at Rock Auto. Man, that's saving you a boatload of money. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, uh, Jimmy, we're going to bounce around here for a minute. First of all, I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't say something about the Juwan Howard situation. He's suspended for the rest of the regular season. I think, I think that um, Michigan dropped the ball. The Big Ten dropped the ball. I think Juwan Howard dropped the ball when he uh, didn't necessarily apologize. I think he came out with some BS apology later. But um, this guy obviously has an anger management issue. Um the the fine for Greg Gard, look, in today's climate, I feel like Gard was going to have to get something. I think that um, he didn't do much. I, I've, I've seen the argument of, well, he shouldn't touch Juwan Howard and blah, blah. He didn't really do much. I mean, if you can't take it as a grown man, when somebody just barely puts their hand on you to say, hey, just let me explain, then you you got a problem. So I feel like Juwan Howard really – screwed this up, really made it bad. I, I'm now hoping officially Michigan does not make the tournament because I don't want Jawan Howard awarded in any 
sense of the imagination. I really don't. I, I just I hate it for those kids uh, because you do punish the kids in this situation. But it's all part of a, a team aspect. And we, you know, it's just like uh, when Darius Miles gets a tick for basically putting his hand on, on another player's face. I mean, he, he didn't slap him. He just put his hand on his face. Then it hurts the team. And when your coach punches an assistant, it hurts the team. You're part of that team. It's all part of a, a, a grand tapestry. And I feel like uh, Michigan and the Big Ten really dropped the ball here. Uh, I mean, I mean, I, I'm I'm all right with with it. Uh, I mean, I'm not I'm I'm not applauding it, or I don't really have a strong opinion. I, I think that uh, that it, it's fair. Uh, it could have been more harsh, and had Michigan fired Jawan Howard. I wouldn't have. Uh, I wouldn't have felt that was overreaching. Uh, the only thing I would have been upset about is if the punishment was less than what it is. I, I also disagree one slight, not lot, but the more I watched it and the more I heard discussion on by the Talking Heads yesterday on 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 ESPN and elsewhere. Uh, I'm not saying Greg Gard uh, instigated it. No, no, no. Yesterday was Juwan Howard's. I mean, Saturday was Juwan Howard's fault. But I, I don't think Gard conducted himself well at all. And, and 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 Juwan Howard was ready to give him the cold fish handshake and move on. And Gard, when I say grabbed him, that sounds more more intense than it was. Gard would not let it go. Guard wanted to explain himself right then and there in the handshake line, and that was a mistake. That that poured some gas on a brewing fire, and and, and I didn't like Guard or Wisconsin's statements afterwards. Uh, and Guard was punished. I believe I, I think Guard uh, was fined or something. I mean, uh, he, he did get some level of punishment, but uh, again, none of that's to excuse Juwan Howard. What what happened was 100% his fault. He richly deserves this suspension, uh, but in terms of whether there needed to be further punishment, I don't know. Seems pretty, seems pretty significant. Well, here's my take. First of all, I agree with you on guard. I'm, I don't think he handled it very well at all, and I think Wisconsin's explanation of it was just be the bigger university. Just say, look, we this was so unfortunate. Um, we apologize for our role. Uh, or something like that. It it it, they, it really seemed a little uh, smart alecky. Their apology. Yeah. I don't have it in front of me. But um, and yeah. and Gar did not handle himself well. And I'm fine with his being fine. I feel like everybody got the floor of the punishment here, not the ceiling. The ceiling would yeah. have been Juan Howard fired and and Guard suspended probably two or three games. The 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 floor was what they got. You can't suspend Juwan Howard game or something for this. You got, but I yeah. think the, the where the answer should have been was he doesn't coach anymore uh, this season. That would be my answer. Um, I would have been again firing him. Seems like, boy, I wouldn't say it's reaching, but I would say okay, uh, man, they sent a pretty clear message. You know, it's that's pretty tough. The other thing to remember is Juwan Howard's done this before. This is not a first-time incident. So, anyway, let's move on to something else here, Jimmy. There are rumors abound about Alabama's strength and conditioning team. Um, Ray and Ballou, is, am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah, Ballou, okay. yeah. Um, they may be bolting, um, mm -hmm. and th there are certainly rumors abound. A couple of things. First of all, 
What's your thought on that? I mean, would that be a huge loss? And secondly, if if they were to leave, where would Alabama turn? Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, it would be a huge loss in the sense that I think uh, Dr. Ray and, and Blue are, uh, you know, are they're, they're really good at their job. I think they're among the very best uh, strength coaches uh, in the country that work in college football. Uh, in that sense, it would be a blow. But I just want to remind people that that people said, you know, it was the same thing when when Scott Cochran left. That was supposed to be the end. The end. I, I think even Herb Street, of all people, was like, oh, this is going to really be a big blow to Alabama. And uh, and it was not. We, we won a national championship after that. Uh, it, it was not a big blow because we went out and got quality people. If uh, if Ray and Blue move on to the to the NFL is rumored uh, and we shouldn't be surprised. I mean. Right now, coaching in college football is very difficult. It's confusing. Matt Luke walked away from it yesterday. He's got a very high-paying, good job. He just walked away from it uh, just simply because coaching in college sports right now is extremely uh, frustrating. Uh, there, there's no real rules. There's no real enforcement mechanisms. The recruiting calendar is terrible. Uh, you know, so So should we be surprised? No, no, I won't be surprised at all. Uh, and, and and in terms of a replacement, uh, at what point are we going to uh, trust Nick Saban to replace an ace with an ace? Because he, he's just done it consistently for 15 years. So so I, I know myself uh, as a huge fan, I, I wouldn't worry. I, I'm not worried about it one, one bit either way. I'm not going to worry about it. Look, if Nick Saban came out today and said, you know what, guys, I was thinking about this. Um, I can actually save us a bunch of money. The Planet Fitness is running a special $10 a month. I'm getting every player's Planet <laughs> Fitness memberships. And uh, they're, they're on their own. I would trust Nick Saban to do that. Um, you know, and Nick Saban could be like, you know, I saw the commercial, Dennis Rodman, uh, Lindsay Lohan at Planet Fitness. If it's good enough for Rodman, it's good enough for uh, Bryce Young. So, um, Jimmy, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about this bandy game. Awkward pause for those in video, uh, regular pause for those on podcast. Jimmy, tonight Alabama plays Vandy is typically um, a nightmarish haunted house. Uh, it's oddly built. The benches are at the baselines. It all sucks. I mean, they got to do something new just like we do. Um, I've been to Memorial a few times, don't like it at all. And uh, Vandy's got uh, – Arguably the second or third best player in the in the SEC and Scotty Pippen Jr., who is lighting it up right now. He lit Auburn up, and Auburn's got a good defensive team. Um, this is a must-win, though. Alabama's a four-point favorite. I say must-win, and and that boy, we throw that term around a little bit too much, but I think it's a must-win in this sense. Man, we 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 need this win like we needed Ole Miss. That was also a must-win. We just need it for the confidence. Because, see, if we win this one, I think we go on a three-game streak. We play a South Carolina team that's tough, but we play them at home. Then we play an A&M team that is just um, in a free fall. And then we go to LSU, and LSU is not exactly lighting it up either. I mean, we could be on a three-, four-game winning streak heading into the SEC tournament, and it all starts tonight. And I think that uh, you you got to get a win like this over a team you should beat your four-point favorite on the road. Go get the win. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, great, great point. You know, we've talked about it here for weeks, about about the frustrate, the, the, the poor shooting, 
uh, lack of defense, all the things that frustrate us. And what we've continually said is, if this team gets hot at the right time, they can achieve a lot of awesome things. And and that I'm, I'm still thinking it's lining up right for that. The schedule is lined up right for that. But there's only four games left before the postseason starts. If Alabama doesn't get hot tonight, you start running out of time unless there's just a switch that's going to be turned on at the SEC tournament. Uh, and, and I wouldn't be comfortable with that. What I would love is for Alabama to be playing its best basketball going into the postseason. So that has to start soon. And uh, tonight would be a good time. Tonight would be a huge time. And I, and I think that it's crucial to get started tonight. And it's it's big, again, just from a confidence standpoint. I mean, we we got to know we can go to a place like this and win. It won't be full. It won't be close to full, I'm sure. Um, they're giving tickets away practically on StubHub, I saw. And um, it's a funky-looking gym that's kind of different, and we don't play in it every year anymore. So really, it's a great way to get ready for the SEC tournament because Tampa is probably not – I mean, Gainesville's the closest place to Tampa in, in the SEC – and, and Florida's not going to bring a ton of people down there. Florida's not great. I mean, they're not going to bring a ton of people there. Kentucky's going to travel. I think Auburn will travel pretty well. But other than that, I mean, there's just not – Tampa's going to be sort of empty, I think, until the, the last couple of rounds. And then, of course, in the first round of the NCAA tournament, those arenas are typically not full either. So it's a good experience to, to be in this situation because, look, everybody talks about how intimidating it is to play in a full stadium, this raucous crowd. Let me tell you something, it's almost just as bad to play in an empty stadium. Yeah, it's not what these guys are used to at this level. Uh, and it is going to be uh, a different atmosphere. It always is at Vandy, it's sort of like playing in, in Foster Auditorium, really. You kind of feel like you're taking a trip back in time uh, whenever you play there. But uh, regardless of, of the vibes or the haunted house, uh, the real problem is Scottie Pippen. It's uh, Jordan, uh, is it Jordan Wright, I think the other guard. Uh, they got a big uh, seven-foot post player. Um, Stackhouse has improved this team. They were sort of a mess a couple of months ago. Now they're playing well. Uh, Pippen scored a bunch, like you said, against Auburn. Uh, Pippen's a really, really good player, and he gives us the kind of trouble we've been having trouble with. I mean, he's a he's a a, a, a tough physical guard that's not so much going to light us up from three so much as he's going to get to the rim and sort of be all over the place and be a, you know, a guy that's just constantly disruptive on defense and uh, a guy that's going to get to the rack, get his teammates involved, uh, good player. And he's got a good uh, backcourt mate uh, and a seven footer in the post. This is a legitimate, good basketball team. Don't let the record fool you. They've been much better over the past five, six, eight games. Uh, good team. Uh, it'll be a difficult road win. And uh, we need to check their net. They were right on the cusp, Luke, of top 75, which would make it on the road a quad one win. So uh, it, that would be that would be a nice pickup. And our plan is to do a show for tomorrow directly after the game, um, assuming we can both stay up that late. That's our plan. <laughs> um, I will stay up. I'll stay up. No problem. Will I be fit to broadcast? That's another question. All right, buddy, that's going to do it for today's episode. Until tomorrow, roll tide, everybody. Roll tide.